I am Martise, and of course I got Jay Asadi here with me. Yes, Jay Asadi, hip-hop artist, uh, president of Dark Mafia Entertainment. You know what I mean? We we were here in the flesh, as you know. We are here to talk about some serious issues that's going on. Martise, let them know. It's been a real sad uh, week or so. Sad. It's been a sad week, but it's also, once again, it's nothing new under the sun. Right. This has been going on, what we're about to discuss. Martise, what are we discussing today? Okay, so the first thing we're going to talk about is Dog Walking Karen. Real name, Amy Cooper. And everybody saw the video of her harassing a black man and calling the cops on him because the guy asked her to... Do the right thing. ...leash up her dog, which is what she was supposed to do in Central Park. He asked her to do the right thing, and her response was, which is not unusual, it happens a lot, to say, I'm going to tell him that you threatened me. And if he wouldn't have had that camera phone or that camera on that phone, who knows what it had. He might be another brother we lost. Right. You know what I mean? Because quickly all all white woman has to cry as wolf. And guess what? They come in. I know all too well. Firsthand. She uh, called the cops and got her scared woman voice. And again, like you said, luckily it was all on video. It's a black man. Right. All she has to do is white woman, black man, you know the outcome. She, uh, after the video, of course, went viral. And when also we find out that the guy is a professor. Yep. And he also worked for Marvel. Hey, like I said, they. You, what do you expect from, you know, when I remember when President Obama was in office, he had, you know, his friend. Yeah. Was a, a, a Harvard professor trying to get in his front door. And look what happened. Right. So it doesn't matter your status. You're right. black. You're a target. Let's talk about it. So, again, luckily, this was all recorded and it got out. And uh, That's what saved his ass. That, that's what saved his ass. She lost her job. She lost her dog because, you know, she was choking him as she just decided to flip out on this guy and, you know, accuse him of stuff for no reason. Listen, she was trying. She knew with her making that accusation what she was going to do was she was going to ruin his life. And that's what they, nine times out of ten, or most of the time is what they're out to do. Every time they're out to do, I'm not going to say nine times out of ten, I'm going to say ten for ten, is when they make that make any accusation and they call in the police, they're seeking to ruin your life and say, huh, look what I did. It's, it's, it's self-gratification. So she lost her job, she lost her dog. I get it, but. I don't feel sorry for her. I don't feel sorry for her at all where everything that man worked for could have been taken away that day. Why isn't something being done about the false accusation and using emergency resources for a lie? Two words, white privilege. 
you're exactly right. And you know what? I'm I'm glad that you said that. Speaking of white privilege, there's been a lot of stuff going around on Facebook and Instagram and things like that. And a lot of my friends have been posting a lot of good stuff. And I'm going to be posting that on my Facebook page. Things that you can do when you know that you have white privilege. Because let's face it, women's rights, we didn't get rights because of just women fighting. We did it because men helped us. So in order to end this bullshit, we all got to come together. So know your place, work together. If you see some sort of injustice, open your mouth. That's the thing. That's where it's got to start. I'm going to disagree with you there about knowing your place. That's a, that's a term I I can't stand. Know your place. Because if somebody knows their place, then they're going to stay in it. Step up. Okay. You're right. Step up. I like that better. Yeah, it's not know your place because there is no limits. That's putting a limitation on you when you say know your place. Like I said, for for people to get involved, everybody's got to fight because I don't care. We're in 2020 now. More, you know, nine times out of ten, you probably have a biracial person in your family. You have a biracial son now. So now you have you have a a special interest in, in, in what's going on in this country. Let's go more into know your place. I get it from what you're saying. Yes. From what I'm saying, I've seen the effects of white privilege on me in a positive effect. Right. So I guess when I say know my place is know that I can say something. That I can't. Right. So that means it is my responsibility to say something. Yes. That is my place. Yes, because we're still fighting to get there. Black men, uh, black men, black women, Latino men, Latino women, you know, and and Native American men, Native mm-hmm. American. I mean, we can go down the whole the whole spectrum that you have special, um, like you said, privileges that right. we don't have that we can't face the backlash. I'm not saying you can't face no backlash because now we're in a society where everything is under fine tooth and comb. Right. Everything you say or do is under fine. I mean, like I said, they just wanted Jimmy Fallon. For a skit that he did, you know, how many years ago? I think you know it was in two thousand two. Not saying that I, I, you know, I rock with it. I didn't see the skit, but if somebody's not aware, right? If somebody is not, or or you know, not familiar, because like I said, he might he might in his mind say, I don't see black, I don't see white. He needs to see black. He needs to see white and recognize that hey, we're not on the same we're not on the same level. There's another thing that somebody had uh, posted on Facebook and they were like, stop saying I don't see color because you should see color. Yes, you should. You shouldn't discriminate against it. No, but I shouldn't look at a black man or a black woman and know that they have the same struggles as the white person beside them. And I, that's all bullshit talking about. I don't see color. If you doing a description of somebody, you're going to say, well, what color was he? Uh, uh, he was black. Don't say you don't see color. Right. Like, get the fuck out of here. And you know what? The same thing with white people. What color was their hair? Somebody's going to be like, oh, Martise, she got that bright red hair. We could play the game. Guess who right now? Does your guy wear glasses? <laughs> Is your guy white? Come on. Right. Don't get the fuck out of here with that. I don't see color. You see color damn well. You see it. All right, so Amy Cooper, she lost her job, lost her dog, and she's just she she's having a hard time. And guess what, bitch? I don't feel bad for the, you. The question is, is that I'm wondering if this is the first time that she's done that because you got to be comfortable. You know, she was comfortable doing that, right? So I have to wonder: has she made false accusations in the past? Let's dig a little deeper. That's a good call. No shit. All right, 
Off a of dog walking, Karen. Uh, we're going to go to Ahmaud Arbery. Here we go. So he was killed in February. Yes. And the video was released. Oh, Do we know who released the video? The guy that the guy that filmed the video, from what I understand, went to his lawyer and then he released it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I think the lawyer's the one that released it because he thought he was trying to save his client. I don't know. I may be wrong. Okay. I just know that the guy that filmed it, you know what I mean, is the one that had access to the video. Oh, we'll get to that motherfucker, too. Yeah. Okay. So, this happened in February. Yep. It is now May. Yep. And these guys didn't get arrested because the police saw the video. They got arrested because we saw the video. That's right. People saw the video. The people. That's right. We, the people, saw the video. And... It's it's hard for me to watch that stuff. It's I know disgusting. I know that that in a sense you kind of have to, but I don't obviously know. Well, I, most people don't like seeing stuff like that. But again, it's that you you have to know the reality of what's going on. Oh, I know the reality first. And okay, the, so <laughs> they knew that the father and son were racist. Yes. And then we find out later on. Who did they work for? Who did they work for? They worked for the DA's office. Oh, that's right. They did work for the DA's office. Good job. I wonder if that's on the application. Are you racist? Yes, you're hired. (laughs) Um, The guy that shot the video. As we learn more about him, there's uh, people that he went to high school with. Mm-hmm. Coming out and saying he was the most racist person that they had ever met, and he had a job, and he had a job, and he had a job. It was perks of the job. That was one of the perks of the job. Now, where did where'd that guy work? The guy that the shot the the video. I'm not sure where he worked. Okay, but I know they said like you told me that they said he was probably one of the most racist guys in the video. Then he claimed, "Oh, I didn't know." What man, you saw them pursuing a black man. You want to join in on the fun. Let's talk about it. Knowing that a person could didn't step in, there's something wrong with you too. I mean, they're not. They're you know, like I said, he probably. I don't know if he knew them. He knew they had guns, and he knew he was going to film it. You know what I mean? So in his mind, he was stepping in. He was helping two other races that are like mm-hmm. him. Birds of a feather flock together. Two other rape or two other races. I, I say, well, they did rape that man of justice. I mean, he did yeah. have due process, so we'll, we'll say that. Two racists going in. He said, hold up. I want to join the posse. And he rode out with him. You know what I mean? He he felt like he was being a good citizen. Mm-hmm. Because in their mind, that is good citizenship. To sit out there and, and, and kill black men. You know what I mean? They want to do, they want to do what their ancestors did. So, luckily, all three of them have been arrested. Charges have been filed. We'll have to see. Oh, uh, how, what, but the only reason they didn't do it out of they didn't they didn't file the charges because they wanted to. They got pressured into filing those charges. And you know what? That right there shows you the power that we the people have. Uh, exactly. Luckily, we have, and Will Smith said it best. Racism hasn't changed and it hasn't gotten worse. It's just being filmed. Filmed more. That's exactly right. You know what I mean? Like I said, you can watch Spike Lee's do the right thing. You can watch Boys in the Hood. You can watch Menace to Society and countless other. You can watch Malcolm X and saw why the Nation of Islam, you know, Malcolm X and Nation had to walk down to the NYPD precinct and demand that they treat the brother they beat because they weren't even going to give him medical attention. 
This is nothing new under the sun. This has been going on. You can watch movies from the 90s. You can watch movies from the 80s and see this shit's been going on. This is not new. But the question is, when's it going to stop? When we come together and make it stop. And when we start raising our children better. But it's not even just so much us. Like, corporations got to get involved. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, the criminal the criminal justice people that, you know, protect and serve, they got to get involved. Mm-hmm. It's, they got to clean out their 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 their, their dirty cops because we can't do it. we get charged for it. We do something and they get glorified. You know what I'm saying? So you got to police your own. You got to handle your own business. How is that? I'm seeing the guy that killed two people getting water. He killed two people. The UConn student killed two people. He's getting served water. But the brother, you know what I'm saying? He just going for a run. If he had did something, that's the, the police's job to investigate. They knew what they was doing. They loaded up their guns. He he grabbed the son, his you know, his deputy, and went out there looking for blood. And knew he was gonna be able to get away with it. Cause he, you know what I mean, he had influence. So, last topic of the day, and this isn't gonna be a long podcast because it's just too heavy and and these be a long podcast. I feel you, but let's go. George Floyd. Mm, mm, mm. We've all seen that video. I just was in Minnesota a year ago. Mm-hmm. Killed by a cop because he, the cop knelt on his neck and suffocated him for a fake $20 bill. For a fake $20. I got $20. I got a real $20 bill. I, I would have put it up. I, like, first come of all, on. here's the thing. I can tell you that I've done worse stuff in my lifetime than paying for something with a fake twenty dollar bill, whether he knew or not. But they see, but they see you as somebody's daughter. They didn't see him as somebody's son. Just like they didn't see, they don't see me as somebody's son. They don't see me. They didn't see him as somebody's brother. They didn't see him as somebody's dad. Mm-hmm. They saw him, in, quote unquote, as another nigga in the street. That's perks of the job to get the fuck us up. I can say that because I've been fucked up by the police plenty of times. I could do a whole episode just on my encounters alone. Shit, I could probably make it a, a, a mini-series. You know what I mean? Thank God I'm here to able to tell you about it. You know? I think that's something that you should touch on on your podcast. I mean, I it's will. going to be coming out. Ain't no doubt. Okay. So, four cops. The, well, the one cop. And then the other four cops just standing around. Happy as clams. Well, perks of the job. And people telling them, stop. Give him medical attention. I wish people would have jumped on him. It, you know, you, would, I, you could have saved that man's life. Not saying that, you know, I don't hold because I watched the brother that witnessed it. You know, he's in tears. And I know he's probably beating himself up saying, damn, man, if I would have stepped in. But then again, you got to say they're going to charge me and do all this other stuff. You know, they doing wrong. Right. You go at them. They going to be they're the ones that control the paperwork. They can they can cover their shit up. They do it all the time. They fabricate evidence. They they overcharge people. They they do. They deny you phone calls. They, 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 they twist shit. I saw, I saw, and this is a white guy. You know, I was, I was in the county, you know, rumbling my case. He got fucked up by the police bad. And instead of, they violated his due process. They fucked him up so bad that they wouldn't even take him into his, um, his, um, I'm sorry. What's the name of the, uh, hearing for your, your bond when they bring you up on the charges? Like they kept him tucked away in the jail for like three weeks before they even took him in there before they could set bond. 
and I can't. I'm, I'm, I'm so mad that I can't even I think about the name of the, the hearing. But this is a white dude, so it's not. You know, I mean, obviously you, we're seeing it now, but also like poor whites are getting fucked up too. You know what I mean? Like this is something that everybody's got to come together, man. I, I can't emphasize it enough. Enough is enough. I can't imagine standing there and watching that and feeling so helpless that you can't do anything. You can do something. Right, but... If you don't got the economic means, like the brother, he probably don't got... Like I said, when you go at them people, they prey on people that they don't have the economic means because they know it costs money to get a good lawyer. Because not saying that public defenders aren't good attorneys, but they are so overwhelmed with the caseloads of the shit that's going on that they don't even get the funding, the same funding that the prosecution get. The DA gets federal funding and all kinds of shit. Plus, the police is getting money. You look at the, the disproportion. Mm-hmm. They're not getting financed because the system is designed for you to fucking lose. What, I, what I'm talking about is, let's say somebody did try and get the cop off of that guy. The, he would have he he got, got shot. He would have he got, but it would have been a group effort. It takes a village to raise a child. We all children of God. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It takes a village. It had to have been a group effort. You know what I mean? It would have took. I watched a video one time. This is back when they were doing the foreclosures, and they were trying to remove this black family out of a neighborhood that had been there for like 30, 40 years. The whole neighborhood came out and told them sheriffs they ain't going nowhere. Guess what? The sheriffs hauled ass. Mm-hmm. But they know that the lack of unity that they're able to get that. And I'm not saying that all cops is bad. Please don't get me wrong, because like I said, you know we needed help with our, our our car seat. Sheriffs were kind enough to do that for us. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to sit there and say that all cops is bad. But until you start policing your own, don't police me. Leave me the fuck alone. You got you got motherfuckers that's doing dirtier crimes than that. Killing people, fabricating evidence, overcharging people, extorting people and stealing drugs and stealing guns. The people that Tupac shot, the cops, the two off-duty cops that Tupac shot was two off-duty cops that had guns that they had stolen from the evidence room. You know what I mean? You want to call us criminals and thugs? Come on, man. You got some criminals and thugs right there in the car with you. You know about it. The cop was, uh, had multiple excessive force charges. They didn't do nothing. Um, There's a code. Right. uh, Do they ever? There's a code. Anytime this happens, you always see that they've had excessive force charges. There's a code, man. So, of course, after this, the protests start. Yep. Uh, there was a protest at the policeman's house and they had been ordering food through like DoorDash and yeah. you know, delivery, whatever. And once the delivery person would get to the house and realize who it was, they weren't giving them their food. They wasn't even giving that because they know that why would, why would I serve you food when you didn't have a, the, the decency to let that man get air? Mm-hmm. You cut that man off. So they starve cut you motherfucker. off. Yeah. They, you you starve that man of air. They're going to starve you of food. You didn't record, You didn't see a human being. You you just saw a perk of the job. The I believe it was the mayor of Minneapolis. He said, "Why aren't these people in jail?" Meaning the cops. I mean, he said he said if that was me or you, hey. we wouldn't get this kind of treatment. He well, said, "Why are they not in jail? Why have charges not been filed?" Because there's a code. There's a there's a loyalty. There is a loyalty. Just the same way. The uh, AOC had posted, you know, about people were scared to step on the police's toes because they need that backing. You know what right. I mean? They're, 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 people are scared of stuff. Maybe the shit that I'm saying might make me a target. Hey, man, I've already been a target. You know what I'm saying? I had a cop spray pepper spray in my eyes and say, fuck that nigga. I want him to go blind. 
You know what I mean? I got I got uh, attempted kidnapping. Like somebody snatched me off. I was a little kid snatched off the the playground, and you know, fortunately, a woman came out and saved my life. A group of white men are dragging me. I'm only eleven or eleven years old, twelve years old. Came out and said, "Get your hands off that boy." Give it, you know, come, come on. They let me go. You know what I mean? Because they were scared. Because people started coming out of their houses. My mother came crying. You know, coming down crying. Called the police. They didn't show up for forty five minutes later. What if nobody would have said nothing? Would mm. I be sitting here? Because they had, I don't know what their intentions were. All because I beat up their son for calling me a nigger. Obviously, he can condone that behavior because he came and snatched me up with, right. with his friends, a little kid. Rather than correct his child. And, then, and then you call you call the people that they bring into the elementary schools and, hey, you know, I'm your friend. Officer Friendly's your friend. You know, we're here to protect you kids. We love you kids. And then 45 minutes later, you show up. And I got more stories than that. And then when I got pepper sprayed with pepper spray, I was a United States Marine, honorably discharged. And I'm, he didn't sit there and say, I want that Marine to go blind. He said, I want that nigger to go blind. So they didn't respect the title. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Don't talk to me about it. We do this shit all day. So, again, protests. And, of course, now the protests are getting violent. People are tired. I know. One thing that's for, one thing for sure, two things for certain. The reason they kept us in check because this has happened since the slave, the slave, the slave era. You know what I'm saying? When they had a thing, they would take the the biggest and strongest black male, and they called a buck breaking, and they would do that in front of the in front of the, in front of all the other slaves to intimidate fear. So when they doing the stuff, the police what they're doing is they keep intimidating fear. That's what they're trying to do. They keep the, that's why they abuse us. That's why they do everything they do to, to, to intimidate that fear. That's why they give us extent, crazy ass jail sentences, prison sentences, the, the, the fear to say, hey, y'all going to stay in line or we going to fuck you up. And now people are tired. Mm-hmm. People are like, fuck it. Let's not forget that just a few weeks ago, there were white men going to the government buildings with uh, AR-15. White privilege. And... There was no police out there with riot gear. White privilege. But when Trayvon Martin got killed in Pittsburgh and black people were protesting. Trayvon Martin didn't get killed in Pittsburgh. I'm sorry. um, Antoine Rose. When Antoine Rose got killed in Pittsburgh. We were talking about Trayvon. That's what I was thinking of. When Antoine Rose got killed in Pittsburgh and they were protesting without guns, everybody there was there with the riot gear. Well, of course. Because one thing that they're afraid of, they're afraid of black people coming together. If people don't catch on by now, they they are scared of us being united. That's why Dr. King got killed. That's why Malcolm X gets killed. Anytime we have a black leader that starts uniting people, they kill them. That's that's how they exhibit fear. It's, it's quote unquote, they still doing buck breaking. It's the new Jim Crow. Michelle Alexander wrote a wonderful book about it. This is nothing new. It's all psychological. They want to put fear into the people. They do not want to see you united. They do not want to see you treated fairly. They want to keep that fear. They want to keep that pecking order in line, which is white supremacy. Now, do I think that destroying property is a good way to protest? No. But I also haven't felt that anger that black people feel every single day. I, to me personally, as a black person, that to me is not getting the joke because they expect that. They already know, oh, we'll just kill one of them. They'll tear the city up. And then next thing you know, it'll be all over and uh, we'll go back to business. And and it's th- not changing anything. The pressure needs to go on. They need to be down there at the mayor's office. You know, the mayor needs to be out there protesting. Mm-hmm. They need to be at the, the governor's governor's mansion. You know what I mean? They need to be standing out front of that courthouse. 
because the, they're the ones that that they're administering the justice. Mm-hmm. It's not it's not the businessman, right? You we mad at this. We mad at the criminal justice system. So why are we taking it to the criminal justice system? You taking it to the economic system. Take it to the criminal justice system. You going in the wrong direction. I'll be out front of that courthouse. I'll be out front. Get get everybody stand outside of that police police barracks. Martin Luther King said, a riot is the voice of the unheard. Because when you've been trying to bring attention to, to, to what's going on, like Colin Kaepernick, and people are saying, well, he shouldn't be protesting that way. He, cha- he compromised. When he was first initially sitting down, a veteran went in there. Now, he could have uh, uh, admonished him or whatever, but he was, he was civil enough. To sit there and, 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 and humane enough to say, hold on, I understand why you protesting, but what you're doing is not the right way. Mm-hmm. And Kaepernick compromised and said, you're right. I still want to show respect, but I also want to, you know, bring light to a situation that is still going on to this day that, you know, we were, we're you know, we've we've served in every war. We helped build this nation. Where you know you use us for sports, you use us for your entertainment, you use us for everything, but yet we cannot even get treated decently. We're not even treated as human beings. We're not even viewed as human beings. So when that veteran went in there, spoke to Kaepernick, Kaepernick wasn't no asshole. Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm just trying to be heard." He said, "Okay, if this is going to get me heard, and it's not going to disrespect you, I'm gonna go ahead and take the knee." I don't even understand how people think that taking a knee is disrespectful. Well, because they everybody is programmed to say you stand for the flag. Now, I'm a veteran. I'm going to stand for the flag. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm a United States Marine Corps veteran. I will stand stand uh, for the flag, but I will also stand right next to Kaepernick as he's kneeling with his, my hand on his shoulder. Like a lot of the players did. Ain't no doubt. Um, I stand beside you. Because, That's right. You know, as as my husband, yes. I should. Yes. Um, but I remember when you're in high school and during football games, a player gets hurt. What's everybody do? They take a knee. Yep. What do you, what do you, what do some people do when they pray? Get on their knees. Yep. When you ask somebody to marry you, what do you generally do? Get on your knee. Yeah. So I don't understand why. Because they don't expect us to hurt. But you're right. But you're right. It's all about programming. Yeah, it's all about it's all about programming. They don't they don't want us to acknowledge our hurt. They want us to get over it. Just like you know, you have conversation. Slavery was so long ago. Like, get over it. Like, come on, man. It didn't happen to you. You know what I mean? You see what's going on. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They say in the eyes of the law. Well, guess what? The eyes of the law is white man's eyes. The white man didn't even want us to be citizens in this nation. We were just supposed to be slaves. A war had to take place for that. And then after that, the civil rights movement had to go on. Mm-hmm. It is still going on because now it's not even just civil rights. It's human rights. It's still going on. But, you know, we talk about the eyes of the law, which is white man's eyes, who didn't even see us. They only see us as three-fifths of a man anyway. Only they don't even see you as human. But yet we're supposed to know our place, mm-hmm. as, as it said. So to everybody that's listening out there, do your part in stopping this bullshit, stopping the murder, stopping the hatred. Do what you can, as a, even if it's something little, even if it's putting old Uncle Jerry in his place when he says some when he says a racist joke at the table on the Fourth of July. Something as small as that. 
just make sure that you're speaking out against it. As you should, but that's like I said, they don't. I don't know, man. I really don't have the answer. I just know that everybody's getting mad. At the, I mean, yeah, everybody's angry, but when you're tearing up the economic system, we got to tear up the criminal justice system. Mm-hmm. It's not the economic system, it's the criminal justice system that's causing so much of the pain. And another thing, speaking of the criminal justice system, I know everybody wants to get out of jury duty, but where the fuck do you think this shit starts? You get on a jury, you can, and if you have an open mind, you can hear what's going on. You know how the justice system works. Stop fucking trying to get out of jury duty. Hey, obviously white people love it. Shit, I had an all-white jury in my case. I... Oh, I'm sorry. There was black jurors, but the DA made sure to get them out of there. He made made it a point. He was so happy when he had the all-white jury because it looks like them. Those cops, uh, Brother George, the past, he didn't look like them. No. You know what I'm saying? They don't, he didn't look like them. They didn't see him. They saw a suspect. They didn't see a human being. But, you know, Dylan Roof, he gets Burger King. The guy, the UConn student, he's getting water. You are you all right, buddy? I hate when I hate when people say call me buddy. I hate that more than anything. You all right, buddy? You know what I'm saying? It's condescending. But, you know, you see they get catered to because they look like them. They identify with them. You know, it's sad, you know, he was a good kid and he just threw his life away. Hey, could have been a good kid didn't have shit to start with. But they don't they don't they don't see that. But they're programmed, they're trained to do that. That's why it's called racial profiling. You know what I mean? Stop and frisk. You know what I mean? They have all this shit going on. Why they got to wear body cam? Why 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 they got to wear body cameras? Because you can't be trusted. That's why you got to wear body cameras. Oh man, that's some bullshit. I got to wear a body camera. Yeah, motherfucker, because you can't be trusted. You broke the trust. Serve and protect. Serve and protect the interest of white supremacy. That's what you got to understand is protect and serve. That white woman, does she not understand Emmett Till? The Emmett Till got falsely accused. He got a white woman said he whistled at me. That white woman, white women, when they make those accusations, I'm not saying that all white women are bad. Obviously, I, you know, I love all women. You know what I'm saying? They're good. I love all good women. But I'm saying that do you not understand the ramifications when you make accusations against a black man the 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 the, the you put his life in jeopardy when you make accusations you know what I'm saying everything that a person worked for you destroy and it's just simple as that because you're white and they're gonna they're gonna come to, to protect and serve you speaking of that this is just another little tidbit the woman who drowned her nine year old autistic son yeah she said the two black men uh, were either harassing them or tried to kidnap it, him. Because we're always a cop out. But it was out. on video. It's all we're always a cop out. You know what I'm saying? We're always you. Susan Smith did the same thing. The one that drowned her kids however many years ago. Every, white people know all they got to do is say a black guy did it, and you know what I mean. You know, the police are going to be up in arms because they're trying to do that. They're trying to prey on us. They're trying to they're trying to kill us. They're trying to do all that shit. You know what I mean? Like you can't you can't argue and say no, that ain't true. History, man. I got history. You can say whatever you want. I got history on my side. I'm using it. So, I'm using it. So, like I said, speak out. 
do what you can. I'm going to have some stuff on my social media, things that white people can do to help. Um, That's be- sad that you got to post that. Too. I know. That's sad you got to post what, what you can do. Like, you don't know what to do. But, but but I think that it's, you know, a lot of people sit around and go, what you know, and say, what can I do to help? And because they're so emotional, it's it's right there in black and white. So I will have that on my Facebook page, The Pop-Off with Martise. Um, also on Instagram and Twitter at Martise M. It's the easiest thing to do is sit there and say the black guy did it. It's the easiest thing to do because you already know the odds that we already got two strikes against us. Number one, we're men. Number two, we're black. It's the easiest thing to do. You want to shout out your social media? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram, Jay Asadi. That's J-A-S-A-D-I 100. Um, that's Instagram. Twitter, Jay Asadi, J-A-S-A-D-I 20. On to, see, I can't even talk, so, you know what I mean, I get fired up with this shit. Because, like I said, I've been dealing with this shit my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I got stories for days. And what, what, what's a white person going to do? Oh, well, maybe if I, that, you know, they'll say that, well, maybe. It always starts out, well, maybe. Maybe what? Because I don't talk like you. Because I don't look like you. All of a sudden, I don't get to be treated humanely as you. Is that what you're telling me? White privilege. Thanks for listening, everybody. And remember, silence is compliance. Introducing the Deep Leadership Podcast. Leadership is a people business. That's the philosophy of your podcast host, John Rennie. As a former submarine officer who spent 22 years leading businesses in corporate America before starting his own manufacturing business, he knows that leadership matters. matters. Deep Leadership is real-world, actionable leadership advice from John and his expert guests. Become a leader worth following. Subscribe today. Electric Acid. Electric Acid. Welcome to Tuning In to Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonize your mind, body, and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Electric Acid.